What's up, everybody? Oh, this my gosh, what? we're here. I know, and we don't know what we're doing, so Honestly, this is going to be awesome. This is all on you. <laughs> I'm just I'm just the guest. You are the guest. You are the honorary guinea pig. Do I get paid for this? No. Yes, actually, you do. Hmm. Through Patreon and YouTube and everybody else. So what's up, everybody? I am Kara with Wonder, Wonder, Repeat. And this is kind of an off-branch from Ozark Overland Adventures. I'm wanting to contribute to our it's YouTube a, channel. It's so. a subsidiary. Yeah, it's a it is. I get paid by my husband. Not really at all. I actually have multiple jobs. But anyways, um, so we decided to make a podcast so that way we can answer people's questions and we can also chat with people. And I personally want to interview people to get the heart behind overlanding. Um, we have a bunch of cool guests planned to come on the podcast to kind of introduce their story, <laughs> you know. I'm not, I'm not one of them. No, he's just my guinea pig because we don't really know how to use this. And so this may be a total failure. We don't know. But I know that people have been asking for more of me. So this is how you get me. So yeah, Travis, Travis, <laughs> your comment, the quote, we. Yeah, because she yeah. got a mouse in her pocket. I do. I do. It's actually a, it's actually a bearded dragon in my pocket. <laughs> but anyways, how are y'all doing, everybody? Okay. So we, during this week, have asked some user questions to Matt, and there's some, there's some questions that people have for you. Bring it. I know. You're kind of stuck into doing all this. There's Muncie, and <laughs> I love how Nathan is just <laughs> saying that you're in the headlights. Anyways, what's up, Robert? It's going to be so hard for me to not say hi to everybody. Because that I'm just that type office. of person. So, hello. It's just going to be just a general high. I got kicked out to the garage because we can't be in the same house together because mm -hmm. the echoes and the mics and stuff. So, I'm in the garage. Yeah, you really just want to be close to your Jeep. Don't lie. Oh. <laughs> if you fall over in that chair, that would be worth this whole show. I'm not. <laughs> okay. So, are you ready for these questions? I'm ready. These, Great. These are some pretty hard questions. I, so, I, I'm first, ready. First, we'll start with some get to know you questions. Are you ready? Okay, I'm ready. Okay. How do you handle income as a YouTuber, such as expenses, health insurance, all of that? Um, so far, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> He's that's really a, in his garage because that's where we live now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right now, we're not figuring that out um, because we just started this and we don't know yet. Um, what were the? I need. I need like bullet points. Well, you're not going to get that. Um, wait, what's That's that? Question? Your old daughter asks if she can watch the guy with the blue hair. Yes, absolutely, Sean. She can. <laughs> um, okay. What? What? Uh, give me. Give me the question again. Okay. Uh, about insurance. And, we and have right an hour now, here. We have up. an hour here. You should have been prepared. I got a bad memory. I got a bad memory. Oh 
You guys, I mean, you, this you, is you what I live with. Okay. How do you handle income ideas such as our health insurance and all that while we're on full time? Okay. Income ideas. That's, I mean, YouTube is the big part of our income now. Um, and so I'm constantly thinking of ideas for, for videos and that sort of thing. Um, I'm getting real distracted by all the comments. People stop oh, looking. <laughs> they're just, they're blowing me up right now. And that's great. My I'm ADD is kicking in big time. I know. Um, oh. But the insurance piece, we are, the answer to that is have a spouse that works and can <laughs> provide your insurance because that is what Kara is doing for us right now. I'm the bread and butter. She's the, I'm the Literally, bread. I like carbs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, we're, we're the, with the insurance piece. We are very much trying to figure out because insurance for self-employed is just stupid. Yeah. It is expensive. And so that's why Kara's currently still working because so she can provide insurance. So let's talk about that. We have announced it to the Patreons, um, but we haven't announced it to our YouTube. I announced, it. I was, I announced it on Joey on the professor and friends show. Oh yeah. Real quick. Shout out. Go get you one of those. Look at that patch. Joey, the professor. That's He's cool. freaking awesome. Anyways. Um, yes, but she made me sit in the garage. Yeah, I did. Will you stop looking at the comments before I, I post them? Sorry. Y'all, this is the guinea pig show, so there's going to be more of these. That'll be hopefully more not as obtrusive as my husband. Um, but anyways. <laughs> so I'm basically providing all of the insurance. I recently just quit my full-time Monday through Friday, eight to four thirty job. And so now I'm just doing part-time plus just to get the insurance piece in retail oh, pharmacy. Yeah. We're on most time. Yeah. But they're going to stack it so that way I can get more days off and be able to spend yeah. it going off road. And yeah. so anyways, Oh, I hope we get to see Sean's target. I hope he loses her phone. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, so next question. Okay. How this is a very important question. Okay. Okay. How can you toughen your feet enough to be able to wear Tevas 24-7? Um, wear Tevas 24-7 and it will happen. Um, and go barefoot a lot. Because if I'm not wearing Tevas, I'm barefoot. Like nobody wants to see your feet. Put your feet down. Well, anyway, yeah. So if, yeah, if, if I'm around the house, I'm barefoot. I'm walking outside, I'm barefoot. Um, so I don't know if yeah. you saw this. Go barefoot. Comment. Shout out to Arlo and Bath Off Road. Gotta love those um, guys. So yeah, wear, wear, just wear Tevis and it'll happen. I don't. <laughs> Say ho. <laughs> I mean, what about. What about hell? That's his hell. That's his hell. It's hell. Oh my gosh, you guys! Now you're getting distracted by the comments. I am. Well, I'm getting distracted because I, I'm. On, Joey wanted think, to see my feet. I think Joey just called me a hoe, honestly. But anyways, we won't go there. So, Don't get the professor has, patches. I no longer endorse them. Joey um, okay. Patch. Okay. So, <laughs> who inspired serious talk? Who inspired okay. and influenced you? Um. Gosh, as far as like YouTube and stuff or, or overlanding or just. You're making this really too difficult. Okay. I'm going to assume that means by overlanding uh, and YouTube stuff. Uh, I I don't remember watching a whole lot of YouTube channels 
like really being involved in YouTube channels until Lifestyle Overland quit their day job, went full time and took off on their trip to Alaska. Um, that's the first real overlanding channel that I remember getting just super hooked and involved in. Um, and when I saw them do it, I thought, oh, that would be way cool. Um, and so I would say, I would say Lifestyle Overland is the one who started me thinking that this could be a thing for us. Mm -hmm. Like the whole full-time thing. The whole full-time thing. Yeah. And, and making something of the YouTube channel. Um, because I've you never, don't have like, I mean, you don't really have a degree in like videography or anything like that. No marketing. Mm -hmm. So got the sale, got a sales background, but no, the, the video stuff just kind of came for fun and as a hobby. Yeah. So thank you, Clint. Um, so yeah, lifestyle overland was a big one. And now, and now the people I keep watching for inspiration is still lifestyle overland. What's up, Cindy? Um, still lifestyle overland venture forward. Um, and, um, the story till now are my top three right now mm -hmm. that I, I love watching every time I do. And why do you that. like watching those the most? Out of like, is it their storytelling? Is it their the, the um, scenery? Venture forward because he legit lives full time on the road, um, and lived out of his jeep for four years until he got the the rebel van, um, and now because they got the the rebel van, and we also want to have a a four wheel drive sprinter type van as kind of a base camp for when we're doing this full time, um, when we're traveling full time. Some. Oh, there you go. Call us. Um, <laughs> sponsorship. Um, but, and story till now, because my, he lives in British Columbia. He drives a gladiator and his, um, this, his, the play, I mean, we have the Ozarks is our backyard, which is pretty mm -hmm. special, but he's got the British, the Canadian Rockies in his backyard and it's just epic. And his drone footage is incredible. Uh, oh, and I got to give a shout out to, to Rob at Revere Overland. I love his stuff too. And love mm -hmm. hanging out with him. Um, yeah, they're great people. So anyway, that's it. There's so many that's great people. There's Jeremiah with Overland. Like we can, we can name our people that we like. Um, the story till now, Tony says he loves the scenery. I've honestly not seen very much of that. YouTube no, because you don't watch YouTube with me. I don't. I keep hearing about this channel that I need to watch. Ozark. You won't like what he does to his gladiator, though. Oh, I hear he has real bad hair. Like, his hair is like the... He wears hats all the time. Peacock. No, oh, this Ozark Overland Adventure guy. Oh, yeah. He's <laughs> What's wow. the next question? Okay, next question. Sorry. Actually, Robert asked a question. Robert Wicker is in here. Where? I know... Um, well, he's not in my in my office. That would be a little weird. But what has been the most unexpected aspect of doing YouTube full time? Uh, oh, the most unexpected aspect of doing YouTube full time. Um, honestly, how much time my day job took up. Like when I'm, I mean, when I am really focused on creating videos, and I'm just amazed at how much I can get done in a day when before my day job took up so much of my time and I didn't realize it. Um, that that's been my biggest shocker is just how much I can get, how fast I can edit a video now that that's 
that's what I'm doing full time. Yeah. That first week uh, that you actually went full time out, you were getting three out that week. And I was like, slow down. Because I did that you're going like to three weeks in a row. I, I did that for and three weeks in a row. Like, <laughs> so, and did like it last YouTuber week. YouTuber on crack. I did it last week too. But that was and honestly, I have a different answer to that because until recently, I was doing two and a half jobs. And that allowed you to be able to be full time, go wherever you want. Meanwhile, I'm stuck at a desk and can't go anywhere. And it was honestly hard on our marriage because he's very much my best friend. And mm he would get to go and do these things. It was almost as if he was taking the dream that we wanted to build in our future and starting it now without me. And so that was yeah, kind of where we headed all that back. Yeah. Because right when we started, I had a trip to Moab that you couldn't go on. And mm -hmm. then I had a trip to the, uh, to core at the upper peninsula of Michigan that I had never been to before the Moab trip. I don't think you cared quite as much about because you've been to Moab twice this year already. So I care about the people trip. that you're going with because it's yeah. the experience. Um, but core that trip to upper, upper peninsula was brand new and, and you didn't get to experience and that sucked. Yeah. That's so, like, and I've never been up Australia. near the upper peninsula. So yeah, idea. I have no idea. Yeah. Good day, mate. I don't even know if I saw <laughs> it all right. I learned most of my Australian accent from Outback, like the restaurant. Um, so it's not, it's not very good. I know it's shrimp on the barbias because I order that every time. Um, Cindy wants to know how Cindy wants to know how I liked Michigan. Oh yeah, how did you like Michigan? Michigan was freaking awesome. The drive to get there. Tell me was more about the things that I missed. Yes, I know exactly. Um, the drive to get there was was probably the worst drive I've ever made. It it was worse than driving through Kansas that year we went um, to to Denver, but. The, the drive to get there was horrible, but it was totally worth it once we got there. I was not expecting it to be what it was, and it was just a super special place. And I can't wait to take you back there because I've already got camping spots picked out for us and things I want to do and stuff. It was it was fantastic. So, yeah, I loved I loved that the Upper Peninsula of Michigan, and I really need to go back and get some more smoked fish. That was incredible. Yeah, the fish and you got so much cheese. There's I still so had cheese, cheese from there. Bought. From that was from Wisconsin. Yeah. Yes. Yes, Robert. Eventually, we'll both be full time. Yeah, hopefully. Yes. Um, Lee. Hey, what's up, Lee? Um, she asked, "Will we be taking Carriage Jeep on more trips, and is Carriage Jeep stock, except for the skids and armor? And if so, how many inches of ground clearance?" So I actually have the Grand Chief Trailhawk, and I may get the numbers wrong, but at the push of a button, it'll raise two inches because I have the quarter yeah. lift. Two and a half. Um, of course, he knows every inch because size matters to men. But anyways, um, <laughs> hey, this is a woman's podcast. You know, this is going to be a totally different perspective here. <laughs> and it's my show. So anyways, yeah. So it's completely stock except for the tires. Um, those are a little bit more beefier. Um, and it does have, obviously, the chief roof rack in the tent, the global road offshore. But yeah, it's pretty much stock. Except for the roof rack, it's stock. Trailhawks are pretty and, amazing. And tires. Um, but we are supposed to have goodies coming for it at some point yeah. this year. Before yeah, the hopefully. before the year is up, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. So one of the other questions that we had, um, someone asked, at what point did you decide to not have all of the top price stuff? Because I know that you've done 
an Amazon gear review and you've done a Walmart <laughs> things you can buy at Walmart. Yeah. Here's the thing. Um, I'm cheap. <laughs> I'm real cheap. And he's a tie y'all. If it weren't for, there's two reasons why I have good gear now. Um, one is because my wife has bought it for me mm -hmm. with her own money. Yeah. Uh, most of it before we got married. Uh, but all there's my, so many things that like you didn't want. Yeah. And um, I bought it and you're like, I can't yeah. live without it. No. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so there's two reasons I have good gear now. One is because Kara bought it for me because I would, I mean, my first camp stove was one I got at a yard sale. I think I see Facebook marketplace for five bucks. It was a Walmart Ozark trail camp stove and it worked great until it quit. And then I was going to go buy another one and Kara's like, Ooh, jet boil, $300. Um, hey, but I had a now, discount code. That jet boil is pretty freaking awesome. And if it died, I would buy another jet boil because it's just that good. Um, but, and the other reason I have good gear is because I have a YouTube channel and companies send me good gear to review on the channel. And that's no lie. Because um, otherwise, I'm too cheap to buy the good stuff, <laughs> just to be honest with you. <laughs> he is. Um, Yes, he like, wouldn't yeah, have like that light bar on his. I didn't. You wouldn't have that light I bar did on your not, Yeah, Robert, like a good NFL. I did not know how amazing expensive sleeping bags are until I got one sent to me. Um, and now I understand why people pay 300 bucks or more for a sleeping bag uh, because it's it's a lot nicer than my $80 sleeping bag that I thought was nice to begin with. I thought that was a nice sleeping bag. I never so, had an underquilt until recently. And an underquilt will change your world with a hammock. Like, I love my hammock. It, it makes it even more better. So, yeah. Uh, Nick just asked, how do I get my wife interested in overlanding? I'm always having to go solo, Carol. What makes you enjoy it? So, me and Matt were both married before. And previous spouses didn't like the outdoors or anything. So, that's why when I can say Matt is literally my best friend, we really have that bond and we enjoy doing all things together. Um, as far as how do I get my wife interested? And I want to kind of talk about this a little bit, just because we also have another question about bathroom help and how, especially with teen girls, because we have, you know, four, well, three teen girls, you know, that we are going camping with out in the woods. And I will just say the fruits of the spirit that you can find in the Bible. <laughs> was really helpful. And then a Dometic toilet. So you need a whole lot of patience, a whole lot of kindness and a Dometic toilet and a pop-up tent and all of that. You want to yeah, make your wife comfortable. <laughs> yeah. I, honestly, I mean, I would, I would just ask your wife, what is it you don't like about going out? And if the answer is bathroom, um, yes, I do. Um, Connie, I do. Uh, if the answer is bathroom related, uh, there are solutions for that. If the answer is shower related, there are solutions for that. Mm -hmm. um, if the answer is I just don't like dirt, eh, can't really help you there. Um, uh, or if the answer is, I mean, there's solutions for bugs. There's um, there's solutions for just about every thing. Yeah. Um, but it, it's definitely possible. And I would say start start small. Don't start with a you know 10 day trip through Colorado. Start with a one overnight trip to a state park and do that. And state and parks are really then, fun. Yeah. Then work your way up. You know, do, you do something kids. like that. Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't so. have to be and it doesn't even have to be like 
like go for hiking, like start hiking, like do little trips like that. I think that helps too. Yeah. Absolutely. But as far as bathrooms, definitely take the, the Dometic toilet for us has honestly been a game changer. So that's just coming for me anyways. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely like my shower system too. So, okay. So we are going to get, <laughs> Nathan just said, what if your wife doesn't like being outside? That's where I can't help Well, <laughs> some people just don't like it and you have to love your differences. There's your counseling session for the day. Um, okay. So Gaia questions. So you're all oh, things hang Gaia. Hang on. Oh, what? Travis, Travis asked a good question. Oh. Um, no, not that one. There's several Travis. Um, so how much how, total there's... gear would you, how much total gear would you say the good stuff is actually better and worth the money? Um, I can say. That's fine. Go ahead and take over the show. You're good. You're welcome. Um, can't I, I said like, like my camp stove, um, the jet boil, absolutely hands down worth it over a cheap Coleman stove, um, or, you know, Ozark trail type stove, jet boil, mm -hmm. absolutely worth it. Um, pots and pans, not so much. Um, you know, I've reviewed a lot of fridges and I think we have four in our living room right now. No, we don't. We don't have any in there right now. They're all yeah, in the garage. Do. I'm no. using one of the fridge boxes to hold my laptop on. Um, but for real, that and a blue this is how cheap it is. box. That and a blue Eddy EB55 box. That's what my laptop's stacked up on. He just um, upgraded from one of those folding kitchen table, like you bring your food tray, a like a tray. food tray. You had tray. a TV tray for your. That's where his editing I did. was. That's what I edited on in 2020. That was he my did. whole editing suite. And I bought him a desk. My, my laptop on a TV tray. Um, anyway, that didn't answer this question. Um, fridges, I don't know that a $450 set power fridge, I don't know that a $1,000 Dometic is that much more worth it over the set power fridge. Now, there may be some qualities. Now, time may tell over that. I, I don't know. Um, I mean, there's definitely some buy once, cry once stuff. But there's some really bougie gear out there. That is just ridiculous. Um, what would you call so, bougie gear? Um, are we talking about the brands... light bar that you have on the Jeep right now? No, that's not bougie. That's high quality. Um, expensive. That's not what you but call it when I bought it. I called it stupid when you bought it. <laughs> um, uh, but I mean, like some of those, there's like these little trendy camp stove stuff that's just stupid expensive and it's the exact same thing as a um, butane thing you can get at Academy. Um, there's just, I, I don't know. You can just look at it and tell it's bougie. Um, big fancy grill things that no one's going to take with them. Um, I mean, you can, I think you can tell something like actually practical and useful and good quality and something's just bougie overland tax. So let so. me interrupt you with this statement right now. Like you love Alton Brown and you call it, what do you call it? A unital? Like unitasker. A, a unitasker. Like if it only serves yes, one purpose. It's yeah. yes, Unitasker is there's no room for those. Yeah. yeah, Robert says good gear is all about how much time you spend in the woods. Yep, get That's a good true. mattress if you like to sleep. Yep, I totally agree with that. 
And okay, then Tony says, oh yeah, Gaia questions. There's so many. So someone actually posted a question just a minute ago. Let me go back to it. It says, I tried loading up a Gaia route this weekend on my adventure bike and using, I'm, thinking, I'm assuming that's what adventure means, ADV, and using it for turn-by-turn -turn navigation, but just seemed to want to edit my route. Is turn-by-turn -turn on a GPX file even possible? No. Um, Gaia, does, Gaia does not do turn-by-turn -turn navigation. It, it will, if you want turn-by-turn -turn navigations, it will try to, at least on my device, it will try to send me to Google Maps for that. Um, I think I think to have turn-by-turn -turn navigation, you have to have cell signal. And you're typically using Gaia off-grid. And so, I mean, imagine all the voice files and all the data that you would have to store on your device to get turn-by-turn -turn navigation through the woods. Mm -hmm. um, it, would, it would be too much. So, no, there's no offline GPS app. Gaia can't do it. Um, Onyx can't do it. Maprica um, offline can't do it. And this I mean, may be a totally... This may mean, be a for Google to do turn-by-turn -turn offline, you have to download. It has to download ahead of time. This has um, to, this must be a totally grilled question. But, like, how does turn-by-turn -turn navigation work, like, when you're overlanding? Like, turn left by the, by well, the fourth if you tree. <laughs> uh, that's a good question. I mean, it would say take a left on Forest Road forty five fifty four. Yeah, cross I the mean, stream. Yes, take a left after the stream. Warning: you're approaching a water crossing. <laughs> that would be really helpful, actually. Yeah. But seriously, oh, yeah, like, how that, does that, is that? I don't know. Y'all need to know how yeah. that works. So no, there's no turn by turn navigation. You just got to follow the route. Okay. So. That's part of the fun. So, is there a way that you post your routes for people getting into Overland that don't know how to use Gaia? Or perhaps you can post routes to know the best or the most scenic routes for people that don't know how to build a route and are not familiar with any of that. Um, well, first, this is not an advertisement for it, um, but we do share all of our routes to our Patreon subscribers. Um, that's why I've, I've had people forever ask me, um, Thanks, Robin. Um, I've had people ask me forever to share my routes, and for so long I didn't because I don't know if I'm sharing them with someone that I trust or someone that's going to, you know, trash the place when they get there. Um, so for a long time, did not share my routes, but figured if people were going to, you know, love us enough to support us tangibly, they were probably safe to share routes with. So that's why we, we launched Patreon at the beginning of this year and we do share all of our routes, tracks, waypoints, campsites that we find um, with our Patreon subscribers. But um, did create um, last year, the Ozark Overland Adventure Trail, which is a five day route through the Ozarks for the purpose of helping people get started, um, at least in the Ozarks. Uh, there's a whole YouTube series on it. There's a Facebook page for Ozark Overland Adventure Trail. Um, but that route is free and available and has tons of campsites and everything on it. And that I, I did that to help people get started. Yeah. And you also have um, some videos on YouTube. Yep. That can show you those things. Honestly, I've never seen his guy videos or I've attended a lot of classes. I mean, I've attended them, but I've not really paid attention. Lifestyle Overland is really good. guy. <laughs> hey, stop. That's the competition. Not really. I mean, I'm I love just going to be honest. They're, they do great. And it's harder for Kevin me to learn from husband job. because he gets very. She doesn't pay attention to me no matter what I say. 
I pay attention to you. It's just you don't teach me well. Anyways, next question. What's the easiest way to learn the basics of Gaia? You go to Lifestyle Overland's website. <laughs> That's what you do. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, there are a lot of great tutorials online. I think mine's pretty good. Um, Lifestyle Overland's is good. Um, I've seen some bad ones. Um, but hope, um, hopefully it's not pouring in Moab. Hopefully it's just raining. And I know y'all gotten a crap ton of rain. Sorry, squirrel. Um, but this I mean, just I mean, Your job watch a lot of tutorials. Gaia's got a lot of good tutorials on their, their help page. Um, if you can attend like Rendezvous in the Ozarks, the More mm -hmm. Expo, Big Iron Overland Rally, CORE, the Kinawa Overland Adventure Retreat, um, I teach classes there. And maybe teaching classes at other places in the future, TBD. What places? I don't know. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, you do. Do I? The conversation I'm currently having with Gaia. Oh, that conversation. Oh, God. He's got the insides with Gaia. She sounds hideous. Next question. Okay. Can you download a map route from a drive file and will it work if you lose cell service? Yes. Um, I actually, I upload my GPX files for Patreons to Google Drive so they can download it. Um, and yes, you can then upload them or you can load them into your Gaia and um, you can access them when offline um, as long as you've already downloaded them to your device. If you don't have self signals and you haven't downloaded them yet, then obviously you can't. So, so know before you go, be prepared. Exactly. Be prepared before you go. Okay. Yeah, I actually made I actually made a very big mistake and forgot to I downloaded all my all the maps for Upper Peninsula of Michigan on my tablet because I was teaching a guy class up there and totally forgot to download them to my phone for when I was actually out. I don't use a tablet when I'm out on the trail. I just use my phone um, and totally forgot to download them to my phone until I was like two hours from there with bad cell signals. So I was trying to download them on my way. And well, you didn't download the Colorado ones either. Whenever we were in Colorado, like we were yeah, having to use my phone. Yeah. yeah, I forgot to do some of those. It I'm just goes perfect. to show you he's not perfect. This is nope. true. So Trey was asking a question. He said he always is, has trouble finding campsite. Oh, yeah. Like, does he look for a forest service road and go there? And will there be campsites? How do you do that? Um, honestly, that's going to depend on where you are. Every national forest district has different rules. Um, I know out in Colorado and Utah, um, they've got little dots beside the trails. If you look at the actual motor vehicle use map of that ranger district um, and download the actual MBUM, um, it will tell you where dispersed camping is allowed. It'll have, they'll have some trails that have little dots beside them and dispersed camping is allowed there. That does not mean that there are dispersed campsites in that area. It just means that if you were lucky enough, you might you could camp there because um, we actually were on a trail in Colorado back in June that was labeled dispersed camping is fine. It was on a a bluff line the whole the whole trail with trees packed in on both sides. There was no place to camp there. So I mean the Forest Service said you could, but I don't know where. Um, uh, I do a lot of research beforehand looking at satellite imagery on Google satellite imagery um to, to try to scope out possible campsites um 
so but the MVM will tell you where camping is allowed and where not and then most of, i mean you, in the national forest you're not going to have a hard time finding campsites because they're pretty established um at least, at least that i that i've experienced cool and i know you also did a video comparison on this question because you're being asked what are your thoughts on onyx f road versus gaia i know you did that um, video. Onyx, they both have their their pros and cons. They, they definitely do. Um, Onyx does not do a lot, um, but what it does, it does very well. Um, Onyx only has three possible maps. You've got a satellite view, you've got a generic topographic view, and then you've got a hybrid of the two. Um, and, and that's all you get are, are those two. Um, and but what onyx does very well is show you highlight the legal forest service road trails um curate trails from their users and have them as as premier trails or i don't know they're they're blue on the screen i know that um, but highlights the trails that you can that you can go on um gaia is can just do a ton uh, Gaia does so much and that's what I love about it is because it just does so much. It doesn't do all of it really well, but there's just, there's hundreds of map options that you can pick from and customize to, to your liking instead of just the generic three that Onyx gives you. So, and I'm going to stop um, you right there because someone mm -hmm. asked if they get the paid version, is it easier? No. It's probably harder <laughs> because there's just so much more you can do. Um, I honestly, I think the free version of Guy is worthless uh, because yeah. you don't have access to all the maps. Um, you're very limited in what you can do. I, I, I mean, 40 bucks a year for either Guy or, or Onyx, totally worth it. Um, I would say try both of them out, find which one you like best and, and, and go with it. Um, there's no, I mean, I'm not going to hate you because you use Onyx um, and it, it works. You may not be able to help them as well, but uh, yeah, because it doesn't do very much. So, I can't. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I mean, the premium premium subscription for guys absolutely necessary. It is yeah. fantastic and worth it. Yeah, I still haven't tackled it. We've we've done some video sessions together. I don't ever know what happened to those video sessions. Those were never aired. <laughs> well, that's because we didn't finish them. It's because I gave up. <laughs> I was like, I'm just going to go watch Lifestyle Over <laughs> I mean, hey. Okay, someone I, said. I, if well, I, okay. Wait, wait. If I remember correctly. Oh, I don't think we can talk about grand, this anymore. <laughs> when you got your Grand Cherokee and you wanted to start learning Gaia, there were plans for you to be making solo trips. Yeah. How many solo trips have you been on? Well, not many because I had to get multiple jobs because you quit yours. <laughs> so you oh, quit that's painful. <laughs> Let's talk. <laughs> I mean, fair enough. Okay, so someone you got days asked, off coming. I do, I do, I do. Um, someone said um, their Gaia turned gray except for the MBM MBUM portions. What did they do wrong? Well, oh, hell, buddy. Best guess is you accidentally turned off all the layers except for the MBUM. Um, or you were in an area without cell signal and didn't have those maps downloaded, and the, but the MBUM 
was because it's a small file. Um, so that's my guess is that you I, I accidentally turned off the layers and only and only had the MVM up. Um, Does it I, matter which layer is where on the base? Yes. Yeah, the layers in Gaia, how you have them stacked is critical. Why don't you Gaia show us your layers? Because that's actually what somebody else said. They said, okay. what is the best way to order layers top to bottom when you need okay. to see all three tops? I think this is actually Lee's question. Um, okay. All right. I'm going to try to share my screen. Remember, this is new for both of us. We don't know what we're doing. Yeah. Um, share screen. Um, yeah. Share screen. Okay. Share screen. Um, and I'm going to get my face off. Whole screen. All right. Whole screen. All right. This is going to be like that time warp thing. All right. And switching to Guy. All right. Can you see me now? I can still see you. I don't see Guy at all. Well, I'm sharing my screen. It says StreamYard is sharing your screen. That's what it's telling me. You remember, you have to turn that on. Oh, there you we go. You I didn't know. Now I can see your screen. Handy dandy. Okay. Okay, so the the layers are. It sounded like you just you just farted actually. Well, that was just don't do that again. Yeah, that was my chair. Okay, I won't. <laughs> um, I actually on this screen you can see four three layers. Um, you can see you can see three layers, and what I've got here is I've got Gaia streets um, as just kind of my bottom layer. Everybody, take your pictures is, is, now. Get out your phone, yeah. take your pictures. Um, Gaia Streets is a good layer that's just, if you're in a city, um, I mean, let's be real, if you're in a city, you should be using Google Maps or Waze. Um, but it's it, it's got all the good street maps. It's a good street map. Um, next, I've got Gaia Topo on it. It is a good topographic map. And that is actually what you see over here in the green. Um, this is this is Gaia Topo over here. Um, and it's, it's good. It's got points of interest. It's got mountains and it's got, you know, things. Um, and it's good. It's got, it, things. <laughs> it's got things like it's, it's a good topo map. It's a good general topo map. And then this, where it transitions to white here, um, this stuff, that is the USFS classic map, um, which is a good, if you were in the national forest, either use USFS classic or USFS 2016. They're basically the same map. I just like USFS Classic because it's white, and I think it's more visible than the green USFS. And I'm actually the opposite. I like the other. Yeah, here's the opposite. Um, and so let me zoom out here. So you can see um, this is all Gaia. This white blocks here, um, this is all USFS. If I only had USFS, now I've got just kind of some base layer over here that I don't even know what that is. Um, that's showing up. But if USFS is under, let me turn that back on. There we go. If US, if I move USFS classic under Gaia Topo, it disappears because Gaia Topo is covering it up. Um, so you got to have that on top of it and where this ends Gaia Topo begins um, and then on top of everything is the motor vehicle use map layer because if you move that under USFS under anything else under UFS FS classic boom it's all those gone. lines disappear uh, because it's under the layer um, so I, I MVM is always on top and then I keep other things 
stacked like public lands is good to toggle on and off so i can see okay there's wilderness area greens forest service this is some special stuff real quick um you may not be able yes. to see this question so do you have to have I all can't. the layers you want to use offline already up on your phone before you download the map to your phone you have i think i time? know this I think I know this question. I think I know the answer to this question. Whoa. Whoa. Oh, that's like a tunnel. Whoa, <laughs> that's look at that. Dope. That's trippy. I just all of a sudden got on drugs. Whoa. <laughs> Back away before you start. Wow. I don't well, have I just, a seizure I, warning I, at the ending at the beginning. Mushrooms for dinner. Um <laughs> you didn't know you had Mexican you know, food. Go ahead. Go ahead. You I, take that question. I think I do know. So whenever Impressive. you you have to have all of the layers that you are wanting to use downloaded for the area that you're wanting to use before you download the whole area. Yes. And actually Gaia has just made a recent update um, that I learned when I was trying to upload file or download maps for, for uh, Michigan. Um, when you go to select the area that you want to download, um, it will give you the options that you can toggle on and off what layers you want to include. Um, so that's, that's really handy um that they did that so you can toggle which layers you want to include in that download um because before it was everything in your visible layers tab and now right. you can pick and choose so yeah someone just said that's a game changer they didn't realize you could change the layer order and honestly i i don't ever like i don't use a lot of the layers that he uses obviously we're different and obviously if you're going out west we use different Whenever mm -hmm. we download, like we do, what yep. is that one layer that we always Nat use? Geo. Nat, Nat Geo. Nat Geo Trails Illustrated. If you're on out west, out in BLM land, um, the Nat Geo layer is fantastic. Um, yeah. The Gaia Tapa layer is really good for BLM land. Um, but uh, Nat Geo layers are, are fantastic. That's what I use when I'm in Moab. Yeah. Okay. Can I quit sharing my screen? I works on my CarePlay. I just click on that. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, people can get their routes there instead of subscribing to Patreon. But let's let's just go. There we go. Okay. <clears throat> what, what? I'm sorry. Hmm? That works on my phone. <laughs> CarPlay is fantastic. Yeah. CarPlay, like CarPlay is too. awesome. Love CarPlay. Yeah. Okay. So someone else. Actually, that's pretty much all the Gaia questions that I had because we've kind of combined some of those and others. Um, someone else learned a lot just now. So yay for them. Um, well, good. I'm glad. So if y'all have any more questions, feel free to post any of your Gaia questions since my, my husband has his Gaia pulled up and he can probably have like a little one-on-one -on -one session for you. Good. Aren't you lucky? Cause this is all learning. Um, or someone just not, said, if you're not already signed up for rendezvous in the Ozarks, I'm teaching two Gaia classes there. Get mm -hmm. your booty to rendezvous in the Ozarks. That's next yeah. week. Oh, and that's a good time to show this. <clears throat> Shout out to Muncie. Oh. Let me get this comment off of here real quick so you can see all of it. There we go. But yeah, so we're going to have a meet to meet us. Meet and 2, greet. 2 p.m. Friday. That's At the after. Long Creek Overland booth. Yep, that's after your Gaia class. So which classes are you teaching? I'm teaching Gaia class at 1 o'clock on Friday. And then what is that over? on Saturday. Um, Maybe people don't want to go to that one. What, what is it about? This, it's the basics of Gaia, how to get started. Okay for Gaia. Um, and then at three o'clock on Friday, I'm teaching a class on the motor vehicle use maps and how to use those. Okay. Let me figure out how to get this off your face. There. 
Someone yeah. knows though. What's the story behind the dew? I'm assuming my hairdo. Is um, there dew out there? I didn't realize it was that fun. cold. It's just fun. Oh, the hairdo. The hairdo. It's fun. Not the mountain dew. Um, I it's it's just hair. I can change it and it grows back and. It, I it, like it, it a lot. It's, it's fun, and my wife and my kids like, I like it. it a lot. Um, but no, the real story behind it is, um, I've always just had. First of all, I turn fifty next month. He and does. I have good He's hair. Halfway to a hundred. I'm halfway. Yeah. Oh, you don't have life insurance. We're screwed. That's true. Um, don't tell people that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I actually turn 15 next month and I have good hair. So, I mean, most of the people my age don't have good hair. And so I'm going to have fun with it while I got it. Yeah. So. And we know people do, who don't have hair and they're sad. And plus it matches my Jeep now. Mm-hmm. It does. Hair goes back. Yep. Oh gosh, Joey, why does a greet always follow a meet? I don't know. Is that a joke? <laughs> Nathan said that's right, Joey. It should be a greet and meet. I don't know. Yeah. How about hang out and talk? Terry just said he just met with Longcrete at the OK Jeep Gym. I heard that was so much fun. Did you have Monty, fun? Monty I, I heard that was a good time. Yeah, Monty actually, um, Tony and Arla were there too, weren't they? Mm -hmm. Yeah, they were with Bats Off Road. They sure were. Yeah. And I think actually Jared was there with Oscar Mike. That's true. I think. And they'll all be at Rendezvous. Yes, all of us, the whole gang. So Nick just uh, said, "Will you guys have merch?" Yes. Yeah, yeah it'll we, all be at the Long Creek booth. Yep, all and, be at the Long Creek booth. Yeah, Long Creek Overland has all of our merch. There's going to be some new releases coming this at this event. So stay tuned for that. And you may see a little something special for my podcast. So let me just say, it always warms my heart to see my stuff more than Matt's. So. Oh, yeah. Because you'll have shirts there. I will. Can I have shirts? For Wonder Wonder. Repeat. Yeah. And my Trailhawk. Because Trailhawks are cooler than. Oh, yeah. The Trailhawks. Mm-hmm. Someone's just up good here. Oh, thank you, Cindy. I miss seeing you there. We appreciate that. Chris just said, how old are you, bro? Apparently, I just missed that. Apparently. I turn 50 next month. I don't feel Bye. like it. I don't, I don't act like it. I feel like I'm like low 30s. Except for your eyesight. That's the one thing that's going down. This is true. Are we out of questions? I think so. Really? I think we're just talking now. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay, cool. So, quick question. This is one of my own questions for you. Oh, yeah. Connie oh, said we need to have a 50 this. party. Oh, yeah. I mean. With lots of, like, cemetery headstone things. <laughs> what was that? Oh, someone just said you don't look 49. That's so sweet. Oh, that's sweet. Oh. So, actually, someone else just said something. Um, love the legend of Moab you camped at, but I was curious when I saw your drone footage. Are you ever scared to throw your drone out like that and scared it might malfunction? Every time. The one time, one time when Every single went, time. Yeah. So, when we went first to Top of the World in Moab, that was the scariest time for me. Well, that, and then there was another time that we were out on Imogene Pass. And we went against the wind or we went out with the wind and it carried it like so fast. 
And then it was battling the wind all the way back and the battery was low. Yep. And then going yep. all over top of the world, there's like in that big canyon yet there, there was a whole bunch of wind and it was just doing this. Yeah. Oh. Every time I send it out over a lake, every time I send it out over off a cliff, I'm always scared. What if it drops out of the sky? But I mean, that's what they're for. So that's, that's why I have DJ Act here. So I can get a new one if it does. <laughs> Muncie wants to know what are some future Ozark Overland adventure events coming up? Um, let's see. Well, we'll be at rendezvous with the Ozarks next weekend. Um, in first weekend in November, we actually have a subscriber run that launched today and filled up in like 30 minutes. Um, it was faster and our, hotter than a Taylor Swift concert. That's what they said. Um, so that, and then we've got, um, we don't have anything until after that, the next event that we have planned is um, the more expo in April. Yeah, we do have some, we're going to do some day trips, like with our time off. I really want to go in November. We have a good, so the way with my job, we can stack my time that I work. And so with some days off, I want to go see Antelope Canyon. If you've been to Antelope Canyon, let me know if we should go there. Because he wants to go to New Mexico. But there's so many places that we want to see. I just want to go explore. And New Mexico, mm -hmm. I just want to go to New Mexico because it's closer, so we could legit spend my time there. Yeah. Um, it would take us another, what, six ish hours to get to Antelope Canyon, maybe eight hours longer to get to Antelope Canyon yeah. than it would in New Mexico. So I don't know. We're, I, we may go somewhere. Yeah. How did y'all meet each other? And how long have y'all been together? Uh, good question. Uh, we met each other because we both owned Jeeps and we were um, in a Jeep club. Um, that's how we met and then started off as friends and kind of grew from there um and so we've been together six 2015 i'm looking at my marathon medal over here Are you yeah. six years yeah so six years yeah six years we've been married, married for, for two married for two and a half yeah two yeah. and three quarters yeah yeah someone said i want to do videos on youtube but it looks like i need a drone for them no no some people don't. Actually, one of our good friends, Grant, with Arkansas Off-Road, he just uses his phone. Yeah. Literally just his phone. He has a really nice no, iPhone. No, it's it, – the camera you use, the um, – the if you've got a drone – I mean, because we've got so many cameras now. Um, we've got multiple GoPros. We've got the drone. We've got an Insta360 camera. We've got – um, Insta 360 Go Go camera. We've got multiple cell phones. We've got my vlogging camera. We've got your Nikon. I mean, we've got so many cameras that we could be shooting with. Um, and what matters is the is the story that you tell. Yeah. Um, the the cameras are just the tool to capture it. So I like I like personally like using the drone because you get to see the bigger scenery. Um, you know, especially like some of our recent, my, my most recent Moab trips, um, the drone footage of that, just being able to see the scenery and show how epic of a place it is. Um, that's what I love the drone shots for and just getting the, the unique angles. But you don't have to have one at all. So I've heard people ask, and I thought that that would be a good thing since you said it, it's about the story that you tell. Um, 
Do you create the story as you go or do you let the story create itself? I let the trip, I let, I let it create its own story. Someone asked me that yesterday. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I, I let the, I let the trip kind of create its own story. Do you have, do you have trouble balancing like how much you're creating a story and videoing versus how much you're experiencing? Like, I know there's been some events that we've attended where it's really kind of a, it's a hard balance because we want to walk around and look at things, but at the same time we're recording and filming as well. If it's an event, yes, it's difficult um, because I want to capture the event, but I also want to enjoy the event. Now, when I'm out on a trip, like the Moab trips, Colorado trips um, tomorrow, I'm going to the Washita's um, to take a day trip to the Washita National Forest. And for those capturing and doing the videoing and stuff, that to me is part of the fun. Um, mm -hmm. It that does not distract from my experience because that is part of the experience for me is, is capturing it. Um, so that that's, that's part of the fun for me is, and why I love doing this so much is because I, I think that's fun for me. Trey just said, no, I wish I could go. Yeah. I wish I could go. Anything in particular to keep an eye out for battery stations, gear, et cetera. Do they sell stuff uh, like that at the Express? Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I guess I'm they sure would. Like, I'm sure like Jackery has a booth there or something. Yeah, probably. Um, man, get ideas from other people's rigs. Um, I I watched Brad. Free going debt real fast. <laughs> yeah, I watched Brad with Troll Recon. Um, I watched his kind of walk around of Expo West. And there were some cool, there was just some new cool things um, there that... Um, you know, some, some cool innovative things that people were doing that, that solved a problem. I can't remember what they were off the top of my head. They weren't that cool, I guess. Um, or maybe I didn't have that problem. But, um, yeah, just be on the lookout for things that may make life easier. I say all the time, you know, people I talk about the gear and stuff that we take. And, you know, oh, you know, you see comments on Facebook all the time. You know, when people talk about their, you know, $3,000 rooftop tent, they're like, I've been camping 40 years in my $40 Walmart tent. Never have, you know, I'm like, you know, we don't do this to go survive. Like we're not, you know, going and pretending we're on episodes of survivor when we go out and just, you know, living off <laughs> the bugs, no bugs and sleeping, you know, <laughs> sleeping as, as awful as we can. We go out to thrive and have mm -hmm. the most amazing experience that we can. And if that means having a hot shower at camp, like I did in Moab on that bluff line, absolutely. Um, if it means having a comfortable tent and getting a good night's sleep so you can wake up and, you know, go enjoy the next day. It, it doesn't mean sleeping on a rock and eating mountain house meals out of a bag. But sometimes, I mean, that's some people don't pack that heavy. Some people don't want the rooftop tent. Some people want the challenge of survival. And that's what we think. It is okay. Yep. If that's what you want to do, do it. That's just not everybody's jam and respect that. Mm -hmm. I mean, but I'm, I mean, when I used to have my, my, my JK, I mean, I was very minimalist, but mm -hmm. I enjoyed it. You didn't want a camper I mean, I, before I said, let's get a camper. I didn't. I mean, my hammock you was just fine. And it still I is. Said, Let's get a fridge. This goes back to the whole nope. she bought it thing, and I love it. That's true. Someone asked, "Have you guys thought about coming out to the Northwest?" 
uh, Northwest, Oregon, Washington. I think about going everywhere, man. I think about going everywhere. There's just so many places that I have not seen that I want to. I've actually got a friend that lives in Seattle that asks me all the time, when are you coming up? When are you coming up? And he actually has a float plane and I really want to go. Um, but well, he's the guy with the Insta360. Yeah. yeah, Chris. Which someone just asked, how do we like the Insta360? Uh, love it. It's it's not a you know one and done camera. It, there's definitely you got to use it in the right spots. Um, it, it it's one of those cameras that probably gets used the least, but when you use it, it's it's cool. Yeah. Someone says I would like a boss. Yeah, I do. <laughs> True story. My what video editing is, software do you use? Uh, Premiere Pro. Um, I like Adobe Premiere Pro. Um, why? Because I just like it. I don't know. I used to use Final Cut Pro, and then Adobe switched to their App Store download stuff, and I don't know. It made me switch. I was already a subscription, always already a subscriber to Adobe, um, and so didn't want to pay for two softwares and. So, I like LumaFusion on the iPad. It's fun. It's not as in, it's more simpler than Adobe. Because I did that whenever mm. I did the Star Laps, whenever we were out in Colorado and Utah. Yeah. Um, what, there was a question I thought that someone had asked. Um, where did I say that? Um, any plans to come to Texas? Actually, we were actually just at dinner tonight. We were talking about, um, Big Bend National Park and Big Bend State Park down there, mm-hmm. and oh, I want to get down there so bad. Um, we friends. came. We came to Padre Island National Seashore. Yeah, we went to Padre. Um, actually, this this spring, the spring break this year. Yeah, and it's not uh, a bad. Beach. I mean, I'm sorry, man, but you guys don't have any public land down there. You got some cool spots, but mm-hmm. y'all don't make it easy on us. Y'all don't make it easy on us. But yeah, um, I mean, but we I thought there was go. some question about where I wanted to go or something I wanted to do in as far as trails or what did I wanted to do next or something. Did we have somebody asking if they want to go on the East coast? No, I don't know. it's hard to, ca- I don't know how some of these, here's, these, these here, are the here's what I about. want to do. Yeah. Here's what I want to do. I am tired. I want to go out to, I want to, I've been to Moab three times this year, um, which was a lot. And I was telling Kara on our second trip out there, I'm tired of running all the famous name trails. I want to go out. Well, that to was anywhere. one of the questions, I think. That's what I'm talking about. That was someone asked okay, it somewhere. I'll find it. Um, I mm-hmm. want to I want to go and spend a month in Moab. What is one and not run you... a single mm-hmm. name trail? What is I don't want to run Hell's Revenge again. That would love to explore. Oh yeah, uh, mm-hmm. that. Um, I don't want to go, but I want to go back and I don't want to run a single name trail. I don't want to run Poison Spider again. I don't want to run Hell's Bridge again. Definitely don't want to run Bridge of Canada again. Um, but I just want to go explore like all the BLM land out there and find amazing places like that campsite from that last trip out there and just find those secret gems that, you know, nobody sees because they're off running Hell's Revenge. I want to go explore all the other places. I want to go back to Colorado and Ure. And I don't want to. There's run a lot of Black places in Colorado that we haven't seen. Yeah, I don't want to run Black Bear Pass again. I don't want to run Imogene. I want to explore all the Forest Service roads that just take you off into the mountains, mm-hmm. and you know, do those things. Um, 
that's what I want to do. I'm, I'm tired of running all the, the famous name stuff. I want to go explore all the, the little secret places. And we love, honestly, we love venture forward for that purpose because he, that's, that's what he does. Yeah. He will just take off and look at a map and follow it up. It's what I'm going to be doing tomorrow in the wash toss. Yeah. Yeah. We have, have lots no of idea plans where for the wash toss coming. I have no idea where I'm going tomorrow, but I'm going to go on roads that I've never been on before and see where they mm -hmm. go. And it's going to be an amazing day. Yeah. Whether I find anything amazing or not, it's going to be a lot of fun. 2022 trip to Georgia, Georgia Traverse. I'm down. I've uh, heard it here, Muncie. He's down. We got uh, we got friends that now are living in North Carolina, and oh, I want to go there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I want to go there. Terry said, "Let's create some new badge trails." <laughs> mm, that sounds like a fantastic idea. Someone's the petition to get the Ozark Overland Adventure Trail as a badge trail. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Oh, someone else. Y'all, so, y'all flood that. <laughs> so this was a question that was posted earlier, and I missed it. I meant to go back and try to find it, but like I said, these comments are just coming so fast that I'm trying to keep up, and I'm I'm new at all this. So I really appreciate y'all's patience. Um, what's the strangest encounter you've had with an, a wild animal while camping or overlanding? Honestly, I, I haven't had any weird encounter with a wild animal. I think the most wild animal that we've ever had is people. <laughs> yeah, I get a lot more wild encounters with people. <laughs> like, there's been, there's been there's some been pretty some, bad encounters. Yeah, there's been some crazy encounters with people. Yeah. Um, but no, I haven't had any wild encounters. I haven't had any wild animal encounters. What's your craziest I mean, we did encounter see a, with a person? I can't say that on air. Oh, you can't? Why? Well, I don't know because it involves, you know, bad decisions. Um, On your uh, part there, counter, I want to know more of the story. Yes, you know the story. Um, you weren't there, but um, worst encounter. Actually, there's been two. Uh, they all my worst encounters with people always involve midnight and groups in side by sides driving through camp. That's that's always my my worst encounters with people is late night. And drunk people on side by sides. Not that everybody who drives side by sides are drunk, but typically, if it's like midnight and they're out on side by sides, the odds are in your favor that they're drunk. Um, and so, those have been my worst. You know, humans are animals. That's my worst wild animal encounter is is late nights with drunk side by side drivers. We were camping at Porcupine Rim in Moab a few years ago. I can't remember. I can't remember when it was, but there was a full blown, there was another campground like down below the rim from where we were. And it was a full blown oh, rave. Gosh. It was the a rave. rave. Like they yeah. had, they had lights and I mean, it was like. They brought some power stations. <laughs> they had the full sound system lights and everything. And it wasn't like there was a crowd. It was just their own little private party. It was I like know. for a family. Yeah. There I had was to go there kids a involved. Times. Yeah. I mean, they were like, it was bad. <laughs> Anyways, um, so <laughs> there you go. I'm so I'm so glad y'all got to hear me do that. Um, no, no UFOs. No UFOs. We don't really believe no. in that. Um, how long does the show go? I don't know. How long do we want to go? I don't know. It's ten o'clock. Oh yeah, I forgot. That's another way you show your old age. Oh. No, I'm good. I just don't know how long these people want to hear us ramble. It's okay. Um, we'll cut it off in about 15 minutes. Okay. Will you feature more trips to the Grand Cherokee? Oh, yeah. We definitely are. 
Um, actually, one of the, we will be doing a lot of exploring in the Washita's in the Grand Cherokee. Um, definitely. And we hope to. I, I hope that we can connect the Washita Trail to the Ozark Overland Adventure Trail. Make it one long trail. I think that sounds good. Um, I mean, there's ways to connect them. Yeah. I What's like the words this on the rig, rock climbing or mudding. I think rock climbing. I have to play. Uh, I think mudding. Mud, absolutely. Mud. Mud, hands down, is the worst on a rig, uh, because okay. yeah, you go it, ahead. it it causes the rig to die a slow, painful death. Should we put? I would have had a picture of knuckles right now. Knuckles. <laughs> yeah, it, I mean, but here's the thing. I mean, you just you just got to deal with it. I mean. For what I, I don't like mud anymore. I mean, it, yeah, it was fun at first, but I don't like mud anymore. But when we wheel in the Ozarks, mm -hmm. uh, you, you just can't avoid it. You just can't avoid it. So it, it's just one of those necessary obstacles that you have to deal with and you get through it. And when you get home, you've got to clean the crap out of your rig. Like when I come back from a trip to the, through, through mud, my first place is to the car wash and with a pressure washer. And I'm not washing the top, the outside of the Jeep. I'm washing underneath washing, spraying all the joints, the drive shafts, the axles. I mean, I'm spraying everything underneath to get as much mud and that grit out of there because that will wear out ball joints. Yeah, bushings, because when you think um, of mud, it's like all that stuff. Sediment and everything that gets all up in there. Yeah. I will say rock, so, rock, the rock climbing. Rock crawling. That, all that. Rock crawling. Rock crawling. It has a consequence level. So like, Yeah, when you break, when you break rock crawling, you like you know when you break. Yeah. Like yeah. on Pritchett. Yeah. Um, yeah. Rock crawling, you know what you're getting into when you do it. And mm -hmm. if you're on an obstacle, I mean, you know if that's a tough one or not. And depends on your throttle and stuff. But, I mean, when you break rock crawling, you, you know when you do. When you're out yeah. mudding, that's a, a slow, silent, painful death later. Yeah. it's a It's a long... Like we know people that have had rust issues even. So um someone said any chance the extreme recon package will make its way to the gladiator. What is an extreme recon package? Um it's a new package that you can get on the Wrangler. Uh you can get 35s right out of the gate. Oh that with yeah. Four, they should have been five, doing that the six. whole time. They should have been. With four it's their answer to the to the to the Bronco. Um it's the why do they have to answer get, a Bronco? Because you can get the Bronco with 35s from the factory and you can't get a Wrangler right now with 35s from the factory. So now you can with the Extreme Recon package. You can so get is Bronco going to come back and answer it with a suspension that's better? No. Oh, no. Rock, Bronco's doing the Raptor Bronco. Bronco Raptor. I don't know. Um, but yeah, you get four, five, six gears and you get 35s and you get something else. All for the low, low price of like three grand, which is pretty darn good for gears and everything. Um, I don't know. I, I surely it will make its way to the gladiator. I would imagine it would. Do you think the gladiator is something that they're going to continue with? Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. You think there's been enough of that? What has happened to the off-road teardrop? Um, mm. it's there. <laughs> it's right. It's around the corner, it's, it's right? It, it's, it's right there. It's around the corner. Um, well, okay, here's the deal. The teardrop we have tents is, on both of our vehicles is what we take when we have the kids. 
mm-hmm. or we're setting up base camp for a weekend. Like we're taking the we're taking the Great Pumpkin, which is what we call it. Um, we're taking the Great Pumpkin to to rendezvous. But honestly, we're talking also about selling it. We've talked about it in a couple of years. I mean, we've already sold the tin off of it. So yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, now that we've got a tent on her rig, we've got a tent. I, I never, now that I've got a tent on the gladiator, um, for trips like to Moab and stuff, we can just live out of that. Um, for, I, I, we had the teardrop because I was not going to put a rooftop tent on my Wrangler. Um, I hate rooftop tents on Wranglers. That's just too high, too off, too center of gravity. Um, don't like rooftop tents on, on Wranglers. What, why are you holding your finger up? Because before we traded Knuckles in, I was looking at getting the tent for the for the Wrangler. Mm, I know, mm, I know, mm. I don't like it, mm. but it's convenient. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Isn't it time for the show, Dan? Did you train diff after all these big water crossings? I said fifteen minutes. I'm watching the timer. I I check the diff. I don't drain it. Um, I do check it after mm-hmm. after the big water crossings. Yes, I do yeah. check it when I get home, just to make sure no water got in there. Okay. I think that's about all. Mm-hmm. Oh, Muncie. He asked, how do you like the regears? Because you did regear, oh, right? Oh, I have regeared. That video should come out next week, maybe. And who did your regear? Uh, Mud Connections in Little Rock. Uh, fantastic work down there. Um, but yeah, love the new gears. It drives. I can hit, I mean, eighth gear, just cruise all day long on the interstate, whereas before I was in sixth gear. Um it, it makes a huge difference. I can just tell the engine works a little easier. It, the transmission's running smoother. Um, what gears did you tires. go to? Uh, 529s, which honestly, probably a little tall. I would have rather had 513s, but they were back ordered, so I went with 529s. Um, but, you know, next time we get bigger tires, it'll be better. Bigger time, because you want to be able to actually climb and perch it again. I mean, I will comp- I will go back and conquer Bridget one day. Yeah, without breaking a joint. Anyways, I think that's our time. <laughs> this was fun. We should talk more often. Yeah. Oh, I do have one question. Oh. It was the surprise oh, yeah. question. Oh, that's right. You said there's gonna be a surprise yeah. question. I'm scared. Of all the places we've traveled. Uh-huh. Where have you liked to eat the best? The best food? Yeah. Where we've traveled? Because we don't do chain restaurants. Like, throw out a restaurant. No. That we like. Um, gosh, there's so many. Um, I know we say we like that one pizza place in Gunnison better, but Secret Stash just in Crested Butte just has a special place in my heart. It's the um, sticky icky sauce. It's it? the sticky icky sauce. Um, <laughs> and that the pizza that I get with the eggs on it. Um, the Woodard. So the Woodward. Fantastic. The Woodard. Um, I mean, Secret Stash pizza in Crested Butte is always going to be a, a special place in my heart. Um as far as places we've eaten. Yeah. At. Yeah. I mean, I like my booty call. That's a good pizza. <laughs> I wanted to clarify that that was a pizza. <laughs> I think we're going to end on that note. <laughs>
Thank you guys so much. We're gonna end on booty call. <laughs> We're gonna end on a booty call. It's getting late. On booty call. <laughs> Why not? There's so many different places people could take that. Right I now, know. you're just leaving that wide open. Wow. Okay. You'll have to stay tuned next your, time. Are you gonna treat your other guests this way? No, you were straight up the guinea pig. I mean, we're going to be real because I'm not going to not be real. But I want to get okay. to who people are, and this is who we are. How long on a trip do you become homesick? Never happened. <laughs> I've never been homesick on a trip. I am always not wanting to go home. You miss the pups. And I'll, uh, I would stay out longer. And, hey, okay, but you guys stop answering these questions because we're going to be Okay, bye, y'all. <laughs> You're the, you're the one driving this train. I am. Well, I was closing it out, and you just kept reading the comments. It was a good question. Okay, we got to go now. Okay. Thanks, guys, for watching. <laughs> Stay tuned to our next, next time. Show. We're going to have next time we'll, I'm going to try to have, we'll have cool graphics and stuff for, for things. And yeah, we're going to, we're learning this as we go. So I really appreciate your patience, and I look forward to talking to you again. So stick around and we'll see what's next on Wonder, Wonder, and Repeat. That was good. Good job. Okay, bye.